Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Hi, my name's Ren, and my best friend Drac is a vampire. Oh, but before you freak out, let me explain. Drac isn't like other vampires. He doesn't thirst for blood. He thirsts for knowledge. Each week, we hop into the coffin of curiosity for a spectacular adventure to learn about everything and anything, from how the sun works to why we burp. We have lots of fun, so join us. I promise that the only thing Drac will drink up is information, okay? Worst case scenario, he squirts you with some sunscreen. Search for Drac on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts for the ride of your life. Welcome back to the story train. Find your comfy seat and settle in, because the train is about to leave the station. There's the whistle, and we're on our way. Where will the story train lead us this time? We could be traveling anywhere in the world, and that's very exciting. The rainbow tunnel isn't very long, and on the other side lies our destination. Here comes the end of the tunnel. Oh my, we've arrived, and I know just where we are. You see all that green? It's a field where kids play soccer, and this field is in a place called Sao Paulo. Sao Paulo is in a country called Brazil, where soccer is very popular. And it's here, on this field of grass, where a very important lesson is learned by a boy named Carlos. This story is called, Carlos Takes a Shot. Carlos loved to play soccer. He loved to run up and down the field. While running, he felt active and alive. He'd worked hard to be able to join a team, and his parents, who weren't that rich, had also worked hard to get him on that team. Now that Carlos was on the team and had the opportunity to play the sport of soccer that he loved, he knew that he had to do his best. But there was just one problem. He was afraid of not being good enough. In Carlos's very first practice, he saw how bigger and stronger and faster the other kids were compared to him. And that scared him. That made him doubt. So when the coach split the team up in two groups to practice, Carlos was worried that he wouldn't do well because he wasn't good enough. The practice game was fun. Carlos ran as fast as he could, and at times he outran some of the other players that he thought would be faster. He passed the ball to his teammates, who would call for the ball, even when they weren't open. It seemed to make them happy, so he kept doing it. He didn't want his new teammates to not like him. So he ran and ran, 
passed and passed, but didn't take a shot on goal himself. They were coming to the end of the practice game, and the score was tied 2-2. Two to two. Carlos had the ball. Carlos was dribbling, running fast, dribbling, faster and faster. He'd outrun a player on the other practice team. The goal was right in front of him. But so was the goalie, ready to stop him from scoring. Carlos knew that the game was going to end soon, and all he had to do was score. But he didn't. He heard one of his teammates call for the ball, and so he passed it. It was not his best pass, and the ball got stolen. The other practice team ran down the field and scored and won the game. Carlos was upset at himself because he knew that he shouldn't have passed the ball, that he was in a better position to score, but he was afraid of taking the shot because he was afraid of missing. His fear had caused his practice team to lose. Carlos was upset at himself. Not only had he let his team down, but he'd let himself down. He believed that he was capable of taking the shot and making it, scoring a goal, but when it came time for him to actually do it, he'd been afraid. But his teammates were nice to him, and the practice team he was on, they all supported him. Even his coach didn't get on him too much about it. He only asked him why he hadn't taken the shot, and suggested that next time, if he's open, to take the shot. That made Carlos feel a little bit better about himself, that no one was upset at him, not even his coach. But there was still a part of him that was upset at himself. He wondered if he would be able to take the coach's advice and next time take the shot. He certainly hoped that he would. On the next day of practice, after they'd run drills and worked on several plays, the coach once again broke them into teams. He was on the same practice team as before, and once again, it was a close game. The score was one to one, and once again, Carlos had the ball. Carlos was dribbling, running fast, dribbling, Faster and faster. He'd outrun a player on the other practice team. He only had one person to beat, and this player was the best one on the team. Carlos felt himself getting nervous, but he tried to fight past it. He was talking to himself as he was dribbling, running fast, dribbling, faster and faster. If he took the shot now, he could make it. Or... He could miss it. The best player was coming towards him. If he was going to shoot it, it had to be now. But he didn't. He was afraid. So he tried to dribble past the player instead of taking the shot. The best player stole the ball from him, and the other team went down the field and scored. Carlos was devastated. Once again, He'd let his practice team down, and once again, he'd let himself down. 
Carlos should have taken the shot, but he was afraid that he would miss and that his team would lose because of him. But by not taking the shot, what he was afraid of, losing, happened anyway. He'd failed because he didn't even try. This time, although his teammates were nice to him, and so was his coach, he felt as if he didn't deserve it. Carlos wanted to be a good soccer player, but wondered how he could ever be or do that if he was afraid to take the shot. Later that day, Carlos went home to find his dad working hard to fix some appliance for a neighbor. He noticed that his dad was frustrated. His dad was struggling with the appliance. But his dad wouldn't stop. Carlos went over to his dad and asked him, why didn't he just quit? Carlos's dad looked up at him, and with big eyes and a big smile, he told him that if he didn't do what had to be done, then he wouldn't get paid. And if he didn't get paid, then their family wouldn't eat. Everyone would lose if he didn't do what he was supposed to do. Carlos stared at his dad, proud of him for doing what he had to do for their family. That night, Carlos went to sleep thinking about his dad and their talk and wondered if he could do the same thing for his team. The next practice, the coach had them run drills and they went over their plays. Carlos was hoping that once again, the coach would split them into teams and he was also hoping that he would be put on the same team. Carlos got his wish. For a third time, the game was close. The score was three to three, and Carlos had been playing well. He'd passed when he should have, stolen the ball a couple times, and now, once again, he had the ball. Carlos was dribbling, running fast, dribbling faster and faster. He'd already outrun an opposing practice team player. There was only the goalie to get past. Behind him, he could hear the coach yelling for him to take the shot. But there was also a teammate coming up alongside him. This was his chance. He had a choice. He could take the shot, or he could pass the ball. Carlos knew that it was his shot to take, and that if he passed the ball... It would be the wrong play, and he would only be repeating his mistakes. So this time, because he no longer wanted to fail because he didn't try, and because his dad kept fixing the appliance, because if he didn't, their family wouldn't have food to eat, Carlos decided to take the shot. And you know what? He scored! It's time for us to head back to Pflugerville. Here comes the Rainbow Tunnel. Come back and see me again. You never know where the story train will take us. I bet it will be someplace warm next time. I sure hope so. If you like stories, search for Go Kid Go wherever you listen and you'll find lots of adventures. See you next time. Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? 
So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.